Hi, my name is Zach. I'll be playing Arello, the Barbarian. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Brendis, the Thief. I'm JD. I'm playing Viatrix, the Fighter. And I'm Ryan, your Dungeon Master, and this is the Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. You guys got to the library, and Brindis convinced the librarian to let you guys into the library on the, like, sort of on your honor that you wouldn't use any of the information that you found within the library to cause harm in the outside world. And to sort of cement the deal, Brindis convinced you guys to disarm before entering the library. Brindis, did you try to hold on to any of your weapons? Like, did you try to secret a knife or anything? I have established before that I have a boot dagger, don't I? I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. yeah. I, I keep my dagger in my boot, which I would be certainly hesitant to remove. How do you attempt to like hide it or keep it out of sight? Or just is it down in your boot? It's just in my boot. I would okay. ignore it. Now we can talk about how convincing I am when disarming. I don't think he's the kind of person who would notice that. Okay. Yeah, so you guys have disarmed. I think... Like, obviously, keep your armor on, but no weapons, except for Brendis's boot knife. Uh, I will say there, there is, like, are we handing these over? Are we, like, le- is there, like, an umbrella stand at the door? Or, like, what? <laughs> what's the situation here? Yeah, I think just kind of piling them up at this oh, point. I, yeah. I, yeah. Arello definitely, like, grumbles as he removes all of his weapons, right? Man, I need this. Fine. I'll... This one, too, as he pulls out his dagger. Yes, all of them. He throws down his knife and kind of kicks at the dirt. All right, then, that's fine. Uh, Viatrix is going to, like, set her broken sword, like, on a bookshelf or something. You guys kind of see, or maybe maybe you don't notice because you guys are busy pulling out your own weapons, but, like, her, she has to think about letting go of it. Just to, like, open her and hand up manually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Very well. Follow me, please. And the uh, the librarian begins to lead you deeper into this maze like the maze like stacks of books and scrolls um there's lots of loose parchment so the way that this is going to work to get to uh etrofash's spellbook is much like the labyrinth move you guys will make rolls to negotiate the library but instead of you guys being the navigators you're trying to jog the librarian's memory So, as you're walking, I have not been here for a very long time. My presence was lost to the ether. I fear it may take me a while to remember the path to where the books you wish to find. He stops at a crossroads. Uh, Who wants to take? Before we get too far, um, the thing about his presence not being... I remember him not looking like he, you know... Doesn't he like he kind of like staticked out of space? A yeah, bit yeah. Before, right? He's he's not like a hundred percent corporeal. But I don't remember him telling us anything about that. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's what I was okay. thinking about engaging yeah, yeah, with yeah. as well. Yeah. So as you guys are making your way, you notice that he's not leaving footprints in the dust, and he's sort of every once in a while his presence, his form seems to fade. He turns to the group. What is happening above, outside? Why am I returned to this place? I remember my death. Ah! (laughs) Yeah, no, you go. There are the beginnings of a civil war, it would seem. A castle has found itself in a place that it hasn't been for a long time. I, we may be there now. Are we in the castle now? No, this library was a separate entity. 
its own physical space. This palace, do you know who dwells within it? A, uh, a herald, Beldroth, came and challenged our city. And we think that he may be, I would assume, the one who dwells within that palace. The librarian stops when you say that. Beldroth returned as well. He puts a hand on his chin. That does not bode well for the outside world. He was ever but a pawn in greater games. His curse, you might say. If he has returned, that means it is his master who commands the palace. It makes sense that he would be under the control of another, for when I met him face to face, he seemed very weak of will and no spine to be had. He seemed almost upon the precipice of giving in to my blade. <laughs> but I, I told him no. For, f- for a couple more days, he may, he may take rest and... I will slay him then. I will indeed be the slayer. I just have something. The slayer of him. It's just the slayer. It's just something caught my throat. I will kill him. The flesh carver. Have you heard of me? (laughs) What's that, Viatrix? What do you have to say? Just, just, just something caught my throat. Indeed, it must have been you were getting choked up at the thought of the great flesh slayer saving this realm. Anyways. Brennus's face is just in his hands. <laughs> Perhaps you are brought back to herald me, great librarian. He looks down at you. <laughs> uh, no, I do not believe so. My place is here, among my... And he, like, lovingly caresses some of the books. That That is fair, but could you help us find our mutual friend, the book we are in search of? Of course, this way. And he leads you to uh, like a crossroads in the among the stacks. It seems that my memories have not yet caught up with me. This will take a moment. And he like kind of leans against one of the bookshelves and is like looking back and forth down these hallways, looking up and back where you guys have come from. Brendy, let's help the old man. Look down that way, and I'll, I'll look at the books this way. See what. See if these are categorized or something. Are they categorized? Of course they are. And then he, he sort of launches into a a diatribe about, you know, like the various like ways that the books are ordered. And I think Orello starts to lose. Uh, oh, okay, yes, yes, I understand. Brindy, see if it looks like powerful magic over there, and I'll see if these are not just books on pots over here. And what, uh, whoever finds more powerful stuff will go that way. Maybe you'll find a book that jogs the old phantom. Is there something we can call you, librarian man? My name was Doe Alar. It is nice to meet you, Doe. That will suffice. Brindy, look look down that hallway. See what you can find. I'll look down here and we'll try and help our friend Doe now. Uh, I, I, I look through the stacks just seeing mostly like... Opening up the opening page, seeing what, uh, yeah, what the titles are, and trying to like guess like what's going here. I'll go down a few more stacks and like be like, okay, this seems like whatever. You know, is it cooking? Is it yep. arcane arts? Go ahead and roll plus wisdom. <laughs> Wonderful! It's a three. <laughs> are you sure these are organized? I see one that speaks of food and one that speaks of home remedies for poisons. It helps if you have the books uh, the right side up, Aurel. <laughs> I looked like Elvish. <laughs> then he turns the book right right side. Yeah, up. I, and most of these books are in Elvish. Yeah, there's a few in like very primitive, like Jatakan dialect, and a lot of Jatakan words. It's like uh, Spain. There's a lot of Moorish words in Spanish, and so there's a lot of Elvish words in uh, the language that the Jatakans speak. Yeah, and I think you start to wander away from the rest of the group. And eventually you come to a hole in the side of the library that looks out. Uh, stupid books. None of these have any pictures. And <laughs> How am I supposed to know what these books are about? If yeah, stupid. And he throws one to the side. I think I found something. And I, I, I clamber over to the hole that you've, you've articulated. The hole looks out onto a ghostly city. You can see where the, the like blue ghost lights illuminate that there are it's like a ruined city down below that's been like crushed and buried. 
and but the, there's like ghostly buildings and people bustling in the streets. Do they seem real, like, or do they seem like ghostly? Are they like it, it's like when figures? you, it's like yeah, it's spectral figures. Like yeah. when you saw the the woman, the when you were drinking with Magnar, ah, yeah, um, and a procession of soldiers. You see them look up, and they be these ghostly soldiers are beginning to rise up towards you. Uh, yeah. What do you do? Uh, you guys, I may have done a thing. Brendis is reading about how ancient elves prepared potatoes brenda i may have done a thing oh that's quite interesting what what just get over here quick viatrix you you snuck in your sword right uh no and i i like itch or like dig my fingers into my wound like scratch at it Uh, no but i really wish i could have uh uh i'm searching around (laughs) looking for a sharp or hard object on the floor you said there was a hole in the wall. Is this like a soft hole or does it seem like a breach? Like where they should It's stone? like a breach. So I think we talked about the part of the history of Jataka is that the elvish city that was neighboring to it was buried in the mountains to contain the Dobrakal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like a breach that was punched into the side of the library when it was buried. Mm. So there's lots of debris and rubble. Go ahead and discern realities. Sounds good. <laughs> Failing not the second time. <laughs> Wonderful, I failed again. <laughs> That's a six. Rising straight up, levitating, mm. is a ghost that looks vaguely familiar. He has a mace in one hand and a very handsome face, but it's the memory of Beldroth. Mm. So this is what he looked like before he was corrupted, before he fell. This is pretty Beldroth. Yeah, he's he's very uh, Olympian. Yeah, sure. How much damage does a, 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 an ethereal mace do? Go ahead and uh, d8. But it's a d8 of ethereal damage, right? So yeah, it's... so it's, it's like not causing bodily damage. It's like not doing anything physical to you. It's more damaging mentally or, you know, whatever hit points are actually tracking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like putting you off balance. Wonderful. I am taking the hit, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It ignores armor, I It assume? ignores armor. You said, it, you said enough for me to not even need to ask. <laughs> it's like, ah, f- that uh viatrix what do you do i'm running back down the hallway to get my sword okay go ahead and defy danger plus strength for me to to do this like quickly it's an eight yeah it's just gonna take you a while to get back to the group with your weapon makes sense uh you like you run right by brendis who is still like kind of pawing through this cookbook (laughs) vi what where are you going what's going on why what sounded so weird by the gods, what did he do? And I, as I assume you just like bowl past me. Ghost mace! <laughs> <laughs> so Vi, Vi like just runs past me and Brendis is like looks confused and looks back at, looks back at Arello at this ghost that's, I assume rearing back to attack him again. Is that kind of? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to just bolt at it and I'm going to try to tackle it and knock him away from Arello, just like running and dive at him. Go ahead and defy danger plus strength. That's a 10. So Brendis has seen these ghosts in the city, and they've always looked very incorporeal. You're noticing that they're becoming more solid. So when you hit this ghost, you pass into him, but he's forced backwards away from Arello. Not to be subtle about this, the longer that the castle is in this world, the more real the memories that it's bringing with it are becoming. Gotcha. So is it like is it like hitting now? Like currently, it's like hitting a strong gust of wind or something. Like you can physically feel it, but it's like you're passing. Yeah, exactly. Each exactly. Other. Okay. So Brendis like rolls through it and just hits the ground hard, expecting to have made contact. Because as you said, it looks more corporeal. Right. Like it didn't look like a ghost, which is why I did this. And I hit the ground hard, like shoulder first, and roll onto my back. Orello, go and get the librarian. We gotta. What the hell is going on? What did you do? I didn't do anything. I just looked, and he, I, I, I'll, I'll turn over and yell, Doe, Doe, where are you? What are these things? You see the, the ghosts, like, peek around one of the bookshelves? I am not entirely sure what's happening. I believe we're becoming more real. The longer that Imral Aleth's presence in this world lingers, whatever he's bringing back with him becomes stronger. Well, is he real enough that I can kill him? 
I guess you'll just have to try. Do you have a sharp object I can borrow? What's the ghost doing while we're dialoguing? <laughs> I think he's like regaining his composure and he's got like a big two-handed mace so I think he's like getting ready to attack again. Okay, I just wanted Yeah, like he's definitely there. I was going to say it'd be kind of cool like if as as he got knocked through if he like dissipates a little bit and then like has to recollect and so it's like reforming mm, yeah. the image oh, as yeah. it's like as that's, he's like swinging his really mace back cool. around. That's fucking yeah, neat actually. Yeah, that's sweet. And I was also going to say, I felt like our last encounter, this this particular person performed a fair bit of like stoicism in the face of competition, where he's probably, uh, uh, I don't think he would be against just eyeing you down, like, do you really want to fight me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think his, his like face, I don't think you are tall enough to have hit him in the head. So I think, you know, the, his body's coming back together, but his eyes are locked on yours. Brendis? On Brendis's. Don't have a lot of time here, Doe. I just need something to hit him with. Let me see. We don't have time. Help me pull the bookshelf onto him. Ah! And we're, I'm gonna like gonna like start climbing up the shelf and like try like start try to rock it back and forth. I want to drop the bookshelf over this hole that's in the wall. And I'm gonna I'm gonna come up right behind and just shoulder check the the bookshelf as hard as I can in in helping him. Okay, Brindis, why don't you defy danger plus constitution as you're like, you know, you have to repeatedly shove and get the bookshelf's momentum going, and then Arello can aid. That's uh, also a 10. Yeah, you you drop this bookshelf on top of Beldroth. Go ahead and roll your damage. Seven. Yeah, the bookshelf slams into him, and I think... It knocks him down to his knees, and for a moment, he looks more corporeal than he had before. I.e., I. like, you've created an opening to potentially kill him. Mm. So the bookshelf, oh, like, I, 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 I was, know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, I was on top of the bookshelf, like, trying to rock it back and forth as this whole thing collapses down onto him, and I, like, ro- go sprawling onto the ground in a bunch of books. So you're, like, on the ground? Yes. Brendy, I need the knife! <laughs> <sighs> and I like kind of am. You say as I'm like falling to the ground, and I'm just gonna throw it at you. Yep. <laughs> I want to catch that knife and try and just jam it into the center of this guy's fucking forehead. Rat, why don't you defy danger plus Dex, and that will be to catch the knife and then finish Beldroth off. Oh hell yeah! That'll be a ten. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. How, what does this look like? Like you killing this See guy? Big trouble in Little uh, China. <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah. So you yeah. catch it. He catches it specifically by the blade. Right. Oh yeah. I told. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. I think I catch it right <laughs> by the blade. Fucking just... red. Yeah. It just Bill Roth looks up to try to do like the eye intimidation, like just the like gunfighter stare, and just the knife catches him right between the eyes. So yeah, you guys have killed Bill Roth. As you look over the side, you see the the other soldiers who had kind of been coming to back him up are beginning to dissipate. Almost like he was the one keeping them there. Yes. Leave my friends alone! (laughs) (laughs) Viatrix comes running around the corner with her fucking sword. (laughs) And then just, like, comes skidding to a halt. Oh, you guys are all right. As Viatrix comes to, like, skids to a stop, you hear skittering across the floor a, a letter opener, and you see Doe down on his hands and knees, and he's, like, slid it across to you, and he's, like, just now peeking out to see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> to me? Yeah, he was, like, because you had asked him for a, something sharp. Arello grabs the letter opener, stands akimbo, and he's like, thank you, and he whispers over to Brendy, get your knife and hide it. Thank you, but I believe he is defeated, and I, like, spread my arms out and approach Doe as quickly as I can, like, yes, we did it. Brendis, as quickly and quietly as he can, pulls the knife out of, uh, no, I guess he's dissipated, right? Grabs the knife off the floor and boots it, as it were, not pockets it. Do you mind if I keep this? And Arello kind of looks from side to side. Dangerous implement of yours. Ha <laughs> ha. And he like snicker snacks it in the air. Of course not. I, I didn't expect it to be so dangerous down in, in the library. I can keep this then too. And <laughs> I like hoist <laughs> my big ass axe sword thing. I suppose it's too late to argue about it now. Thank you. Do you like pet it? Well, no, I probably just like unconsciously have a have a hand at my side wound. I like pat my belly. I am I'm afraid that I no closer to 
deciphering this passageway. Although, and he like looks down the hallway to the shattered walls. I suppose we can eliminate this direction. He like turns smartly back towards the like the rest of the intersection. I like have the letter opener in my hand and I kind of like twirl it around in my fingers. I wonder how many men this has killed. <laughs> and, he, and he points at Brindy. No, not like from stabbing, but from openings. Probably the letter opener of some old rich guy. And he like flicks it in the air and like catches it in his hand. It's a metaphor, Brindy. <laughs> You're completely Ill- illiterate, aren't you? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm out of ideas. I can't read Elvish. Someone maybe can. All right, fine. I'll try some more of these. It's a good book, though. So I put the the cookbook back, make a mental note of the potatoes that they made, and then go a little farther down and pull out the next book I see, which is not the next one, but whatever book I grab first, probably some kind of sorcery. Or something. Minor magics. So, Doe, what should I be on the lookout for here? That that was a cookbook. This is, I, I can't quite tell, some series of runes or something. And this this appears to be more cartographical. It has pictures, Arello. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah, it's a book of maps. I, I, I should investigate this. And he takes the book of maps from you. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's upside down. But, mm, yes. <laughs> But I don't see any kind of mention here of authors or any any sort of geographical reference. The library is organized far more by content than an, any alphabet. If we are near the sections of lists and recipes and maps, books of direction, be on the lookout for a section on rituals that should point us in the right direction. That was clever, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah, like legit. No, that was that oh. was that was a clever way to string all those together. I just said random topics at you. All right, but you're saying I'm going in the wrong direction here. All right, so I go a little bit farther down. How frequently do these occur? Like, should I try here? And I pull out a, a book. No, this appears to be more lists. A little bit farther down. I'm not sure if I found one or not. Go ahead and roll plus intelligence. Eleven. Nice. Doe catches up to you, and he looks at the book, and he gets sort of a delighted look in his eye. Ah, yes, I I believe we are on the wrong level. And he <laughs> keeps going and <laughs> leads you to, a, like, a flight of stairs and starts going up. Seem like rituals to me. Rituals of lesser power. The stronger stuff, well, higher up, obviously. The only thing that makes sense. He begins to go up levels of the stairs Brandis like nods but obviously does not understand the lo- the logic there and just follows yeah so now he's like working you guys are working your way up these the stairs makes sense to me doesn't it to you Vi you keep the less important stuff where it might flood and you keep the more important stuff upstairs where it doesn't flood as much mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah I think she's still like eyeing the down like the different hallways what are you so worried about? How, how are you not? Go on. I'll bring up the rear. I never worry. I know. It served me so far. Eventually, Doe stops and looks back down the steps. We may have gone too far. He's like kind of exasperatedly like looking up the stairs further and looking back down and looking at like plaques on the wall by the entrance to each new floor. Have we been doing like switch bla- switchbacks and then levels? Yeah, it, it's like uh, so we've gone up like a couple of levels. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so we've gone up like three or four of them at this point. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Vi thinks we went too far. What's down there? Because you, you're like a couple, you're probably a level behind us. Right. I can't read Elvish or Jatakin. Well, I know, but what does it look like? There are books. Uh, are there maps? Uh, She's going to like pull out a scroll and unfurl it this this is useless i think it's poetry useless <laughs> <laughs> and and you hear the hurt inside of arello's voice as, as if not just him but his player is upset <laughs> <laughs> uh, she doesn't mean that does she no i'm sure it makes fine tinder <laughs> <laughs> 
Bah! Seeing, <laughs> seeing like a Rello like a little hurt. Doe, she's found some poetry. Is that... Go a little farther down. Is it all poetry? How is there this much poetry? Um, so people have nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> so as Vi's kind of like looking around, go ahead and roll plus wisdom. Uh, me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an eight yeah so brendis you're up with uh doe yeah i think we're all on like maybe t- even two levels above vine just yelling down the corridor much to the dismay of the librarian i assume yeah he he stops poetry hmm some spell books are mixed in with the poetry perhaps yes perhaps it is down there and he, he like dashes down i think he's like holding up the hem of his robe as he's like going down the stairs and you can see the his like pale ass ankles are like flickering in and out into corporeality so yeah viatrix you like have come to an empty well not an empty chamber you a chamber with a long low table and on top of it is a halberd standing across the table from you is a gaunt ghostly figure who's like face and hands like the whole body looks very patchwork like it's made up of multiple corpses but it has the same like ghostly glow as Beldroth and the the ghost that you've seen in the city of Jataka he looks at you and one of his eyes is a uh, like almost jade green in color and the other eye is an empty socket and the two the like parts of his face look not like sewn together like different people, but just like many people put together in a very rough fashion. You're one ugly motherfucker. Is that what you're, you say to him? Yeah. We already got attacked by a ghost, so I'm not going to wait around and get punched by the halberd. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to straight up try to like get one foot up on the table, uh, like get over his halberd, and like I'm going to uppercut him with my sword, my broken sword. Radical. Uh, hack and slash. Oh, yeah, that was nice. That's an 11. Yeah. Go ahead and roll your damage. Six damage. Uh, I also have messy and forceful, so I would like to smash him like away from his weapon and into the wall behind him, hopefully. Yeah, I think that's that's what happens here. He gets like picked up bodily off his feet and hurled back into the corner of the room. And as he's kind of it's like sliding down the wall, you can see him. He's still reaching out for the halberd. Can I chop that arm off? Yeah, I mean, you can just finish it off if you want to at this point i do so yeah this halberd's just (laughs) laying in the middle of the the table still it's mine now (laughs) i pick up the halberd as you pick it up you notice that the the blade of the halberd it's either the welding pattern or that it's some sort of like structural flaw there's cracks It, it looks like none of the pieces of metal that made up the blade were fully forged into the iron Mm. So just like him, it's like a patchwork halberd. Yeah. Interesting. I am a blacksmith of some capability. Can I... Obviously, this is magical, right? But I think that I have an like a, a certain kind of innate understanding of, of weapons, maybe. What I know, maybe in what way this is special or unique. Because obviously, this isn't a normal... No one would forge a blade this way, right? Yeah, why don't you uh, roll the spout lore and Perfect. we can find out. Did you take not the blacksmith good, move already, me. I did already take that. Yeah, it was the first time yeah. I took it. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, remember. Yeah, Yeah, because in my backstory, I tried to, like, reforge the sword and it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, ooh, wow, that's surprising. That's a 10. Oh, awesome. The interesting thing is... Because elves live for a very, very long time, they individually accrue knowledge that a village or tribe wouldn't be willing to lose. So they often find, I mean, that's like the soul stones that they have. They find ways to bind these souls to a physical object to keep them in a place where that knowledge can be used by their descendants. This weapon stores the souls of all of its wielders except the guy except the guy she just killed that was like all the wielders 
That was like the physical oh, manifestation the of that soul. So if yeah. the weapon is left idle without a wielder, it creates right. a wielder out yeah, of its yeah, form of yeah. wielders. Oh, that's sick. Fuck, that's that's cool. super that's cool. cool. I love that. That is absolutely dope. Yeah. So the useful thing is is that you can call on these wielders. Whoever yep. wields the halberd can call on the wielders to gain knowledge. And if you give me just a second, I didn't have this this one pulled up. Uh, I'll snag it real quick and I'll actually tell you what it does. Sick. I like flavorfully already. I like this a lot. It's really yeah, cool. that one's that one's super super cool, Ryan. Uh, the halberd of memory bears the souls of all its wielders. When you seek out the martial knowledge of the former wielders, roll plus charisma. On a ten plus, name the elven warrior whose knowledge you call upon and describe their fighting style. Gain three hold, which can be spent one for one. On a seven through nine, gain one hold. And then there's a, a list that you can pick options from. So you said that, and maybe this is one of the things that you can spend a hold on or whatever, but you did say that if left unattended, it can create its own wielder. Yeah. One of the things you can pick off the list is for the duration of the scene, you can call upon and command the spirit of a former wielder. Oh, I just meant like, could I let it stand watch if I just like set it down? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, cool. What's the list, though? Gain plus one forward to hack and slash or defend when using the technique you learned. Use your newfound knowledge to predict the flow of battle. Give someone an order. They take plus one forward to act on your command. You can react to a threat with preternatural speed. For the duration of the scene, you can call upon and command the spirit of a former wielder. Reroll one die on any roll relating to combat, and you can add the messier forceful tags to the attack. Pretty good. Um, and then, so this is like the knife that Brendis got. Each time you call upon a former wielder, mark one box. Let the GM know when you've marked all four boxes. And so you... Uh, sure, that won't be bad. Yeah, so like the first thing is you lose a memory held dear to you only to be replaced by a memory of a former wielder. So like slowly wielding the halberd turns you into... Uh, you either become more like the former wielders or you start becoming more like an elf. Wonderful. Ah, what's going on? Viatrix, are you okay? And I brandish my uh, letter opener. I will kill whatever has tried to harm you. Ah, for I am the flesh carver. Uh, yeah, Vi just turns around holding both uh, her broken sword and the halberd. I'm okay, actually. That is good. And I take a couple steps forward. I see the place in which you had the interaction. Is the body still there, the Patrick body, or does it, like, disappear? No, it, it dissipates just like uh, Bell Roth's body did. Mm. So you found another weapon. Uh, yeah, it, it seems pretty useful, actually. I feel it's definitely magical. Ooh, that is, that is good. Now, I think, I think the thing that I killed, I destroyed... I think it was a manifestation of, of the halberd. Rather than w- wielding it, I think it was wielding the ghost. That doesn't make any sense, but just, uh, trust me. That's, that's just what it feels like. I understand completely. You're saying the sword remembered everyone that it had killed. That's, 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 that's interesting. Not sure I said that, so that's kind of a leap. I, I think that's what you said. <laughs> now, if I may be so bold, this weapon I have is powerful as well. It unveils, and he looks down at it in his hand, great information to the to the proper user, to the proper wielder. Yeah, that's a letter of, that's a letter opener. Yeah, no. You 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 speak as if it is benign, but it is not at all benign. Much like your and he he really like takes a moment to take in the weapon. Wonderful sword you have there. Now, I would not often propose such a thing, but as you are a close friend, a companion, someone who I have done great battle in many circles with, perhaps we could trade weapons, and I could commandeer your halberd, and you, and he extends the letter opener preciously, could take this. You, I, got, you gotta have a magical name for the letter Yeah, I know, I'm trying to think of it on the spot. Lysander. <laughs> Lysander, the great, the great opener of knowledge. If I could... It's, I'm, no offense, Arello, but I've only seen you wield small weapons. This is a very large halberd. My friend, my good, good friend, I can wield such weapons. I have the strength of many dozens of men. 
For so it is writ. Oh, Brendis is here. Hi, Brendis. Uh, oh, and he he keisters the the letter opener. Everything seems to be going all right here. What what'd you find? Just another ghost. Not what we're looking for. And a weapon. She refuses to share it. I'm not mad, but did you offer the letter opener? I won't say, of course, but yes, I offered. <laughs> I offered Lysander, and he he looks imploringly at Brendis. In exchange for the halberd, I thought it a fair trade. Brendis looks at just looks at you. Lysant, you're not buying this, are you? What? That his letter opener has a name? No. I mean, I think he named it. I don't. I don't think we can take that away from it now. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it. I don't. I, it probably makes more sense for me to hang on to to the halberd. It's her halberd. She found it. There's got to be something else here. Joe. Uh, Thank you, Brendis. I will have you know that I was once a man without a name, and I made one for myself, and so will this. Well, it's not going to do it on its own unless you're fighting with it, right? So you should probably fight with that. And then... No, I will. Oh, mighty will... Lysander will find itself, find its name in the arena. I will, f- I will find its way into your heart. If not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he whispers between his teeth as he, he puts it in his side. <laughs> Doe, 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 doe. Yes? First, are there any other armaments hidden within the library? It seems that Vyas found herself a halberd, and Orello is jealous. I'm not jealous. That's just what you would say if you weren't jealous. All right, I'm kind of jealous. Fine, I'll admit it. The flesh carver has feelings, okay? There are other weapons held within, other armaments, though none so precious to our people as this one gestures to the halberd. Perhaps if we get closer, we could... I will remember where they are kept. As of now, I think we are on the right track to find your spell book. Basically, you can still spend hold. If that's what you guys want to do, he can... I mean, we can kind of rewind and take that again. But Where where are we at with our hold? We have... You have two. And we need two. three. And you need three. To go... And we can spend one to get a thing. And it sounds like you're going to go s- sniffing for a... Yeah, we're spending uh, one to go get a thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I want... Yeah, I've, I'll I'll forcibly use our old... <laughs> Which armor move did you take? Do you have armor? Are you, is, did you take the, like... Mm, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, or yeah, did, yeah. Which yeah. one did I you took, start I with? I took full plate and packing steel, so I ignore the clumsy tag on the armor. Remind me what the other what's the other armor? Move? It's unencumbered uh, for the people at home as well. Unencumbered, unharmed. As long as you are below your load and neither wear armor nor carry a shield, take plus one armor. Cool. So you so you're spending your hold. I, I would like to spend a hold, and I think Arillo begins furiously looking through books. Well, if we're here already, I'll look around. Maybe there's more armor where this came from. More swords, more spears, any. He takes a book and holds it the right way and then holds it, you know, vertically up as if, uh, he, uh, you know, like uh, a young a young boy looking at a nudie mag and, like, flips through it, paging down vertically. Ah, and he throws it over his shoulder. Uh, Doe, seeing you, like, tearing apart these books is... No, 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 no. It's held not in the stacks. He gestures to Arello. You follow me, and he he takes you through the like a winding path through these bookshelves into you finally find an alcove. And on a stand in the alcove is a suit of scale armor that's like blackened, but it has verdigris along the edges, so it's beginning to it's like blackened copper mm. that's beginning to. Uh, yeah, vertigree. So it's like green. Mm. And each scale is in the shape of a beetle. This armor was created by a sect of our people that worships the animal world. And he, off the ground, blows dust off the helmet. It's got a long green plume. And it's uh, like a scarab's face. So it's got pincers that come around and are the cheek guards. And kind of like jut out past where your mouth would be. This armor is both for protection and, if one chooses, it can be a formidable weapon. So, this is called the Armor of the Scarab. Mm. You can choose to have it be not used as armor, so you lose the three armor that it grants, and it has the near area and dangerous tag, 
the 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 beetles that make up the scales become a swarm, like a devouring swarm, or you can become a swarm of scarabs. What? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. This is tight. Is this like a is this like a tree branch thing where like I choose? No, it's or so or? so you can like wear the armor, mm-hmm. and it's just like regular plate armor, mm-hmm. or you can choose for it to have the near area and dangerous tags. And it's you lose the armor bonus, but you have like this cloud of devouring beetles. And yeah, that's I, just a thing you can do. And that's yeah, the thing you can like, do. It's a temporary it's thing, like a, right? It's just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Cool. Ah. Um, or you can roll plus charisma on a ten plus. You become a swarm of scarabs, uh, and you can move, fly, and act as they would. Uh, on a seven through nine, choose one. Uh, you will not be able to change back to your human shape easily or quickly um or you only have a short time to make use of the form use it wisely i'm glad that you put this in the podcast because you do you made this before I, brian I, brian I, used it, i right? used it in another game but this is a much more refined yeah version of it i just can i can i throw out the idea that on a six minus a swarm of beetles becomes you is that <laughs> 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 So nothing what? changes. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. <laughs> no, it's like it looks like you, and it and it kind of talks like you, but it's not anymore. It's uh, just a swarm of beetles. We have these three <laughs> different modes, and I'm yep. choosing one of them now. No, 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 no. You can like wear it as armor, and then All you the can time. move between the other two as needed. It's fucking oh, sweet. Fuck these. Yeah. Are, this is very powerful. And yes, I'm taking. Yeah, it. it's very fictionally like flexible. And uh, it's very much a relo. It's very disgruntled because it's not a weapon. <laughs> it, he sees it, it can right be a now. Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is still. He, he still is has like, to use the letter opener. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is like <clears throat> I. This is very nice, and it seems uh, Orello, be nice. He show, he's showing you the thing. I am honored to wear your people's. Armor. So I'll put the helm on. And I, I thank you. And he begins removing his armor and adding this this cool armor on top. And I think he feels the power of it, but as he as he kind of sets in and he puts the gauntlets on and everything, he pulls out Lysander. You have given me a sword. And he, he nods and extends his left arm because he, he fights and he swings with his right. So Lysander's in his right and he extends a, and a shield. And I thank you for that. I will use them well. I think now that you have the armor on, when you extend your arm, you can see like the wings fluttering of individual like scales along your arm as like the beetles are kind of moving and waking up. Mm. As they do, I, I take note of that. I knew you were full of surprises, Doe. And he clinches his fist as all the the beetles kind of like get into line right i think they kind of order up Mm -hmm. because i assume they're kind of on they may not be under my total control but probably the wearer has some just yeah benign control over them as i'm strapped up in the armor i am excited to see what this holds and he, he he puts out lysander and like looks deeply into viatrix's eyes for surely it's deep power will reveal itself soon. <laughs> and he, he, he puts it in his side and trounces down, now loud with bugs, and begins moving forward. So what's your plan with the halberd anyway? As Orello stomps down the hallway with Dope short behind him. I'm not sure, but I don't trust him with it. I mean, I, I understand that. And it's as far as I'm concerned, it's yours. You can do with it what you want. Good. And Viatrix kind of stomps off. She seems weirdly snappy. Yeah, I was like... About, about the halberd. <laughs> I was just like, I just wanted to know what your plan was. All right. All right, then I'll, I'll keep up the rear. Doe looks around. I still think that this is the right level, but I'm not exactly sure where to go from here. You know, Doe, we've been looking through this place quite a bit. And it seems that maybe we've been going about this slightly wrong. <laughs> You've been here before, right? Yes, I rarely left in my first life. And I noticed when I made you emotional, when I was throwing around the books, 
that you remembered exactly where something was. So, how about this? Doe, tell me about yourself. He reaches up and kind of like adjusts the owl mask that he wears. My family was very poor. A not uncommon blight among my tribe. My father brought me to the city, and he put me in the keeping of the Order of the Owl. After that, my formative years were spent as a scribe, and eventually I rose through the ranks and became the head librarian. My life is here. These books took me to other places. I saw all the sights I could ever wish to see within their pages. I wanted for nothing. I am not a complicated man. You are an elf, then. He cocks his head at you, and for the first time, I think you notice how avian some of his gestures and movements are. Of course I am. What else would I be or have been, as it were? You'll have to forgive me. Elves are less common now. Men have taken over much of the world that you knew. Ah, the old people were young, just dawning into the childhood of their lives. Much as you did. Did your father do this for you as a way of escaping a life that he knew you would be doomed to live? Instead, you could be one with the written word, as it were, instead of being a farmer or merchant. As the two of you have like been talking, he's begun to like walk down the stacks. He's almost idly answering your questions as you're beginning to move again through the library. It was a complicated gesture. Perhaps he cared about me enough to see me freed from a life of toil. Or perhaps it was the gold that the library paid. That was the last I ever saw of either of my parents. Go ahead and roll plus charisma. There's only three of us. Yeah, and only, really two and a oh, half. I forgot the, the hard and fast rule that you guys can never be outnumbered in a fight. In, Thank yes. you. It's in <laughs> the rules. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to yeah. fight one, one big thing. We're supposed to or, always or look three cool smaller. and strong. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the rules. If it was six mice, I'd be more into it. Are they mice? Are they mice lions? Mice Are they mice? riding lions? That's actually pretty bad. I'm Defenders kind of scared of, of those mice. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, not like this. Not my childhood. <laughs> and you die from the nostalgia. And I die from all the snicker snacking that their vorpal blades do. <laughs> And we can't use them. They're too small. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I hate it. I explode. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Um, but was that two and a half jab at me being shorter, at you being not a good fighter? The second one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, really, even a half is generous. Yeah, I'm, I'm being, you, I'm giving myself some credit here, giving myself could you half. Turn my headphones down now. You guys, oh, yeah. it's they're working now, and it's super hot. And it's hurting my ears. How's that? Is that is, is that working? Yeah, for you? yeah, okay, that's yeah. much better. <laughs> they're working now, and I turns out I hate the sound of each of your voices. <laughs> <laughs> for years, I've just been slightly deaf, and I'm finally. <laughs> And I'm just going to turn your mic down. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. Yeah. The horror. The horror. I get it. Every episode's 15 minutes and it's just Ryan talking. <laughs> but I really like the narrative. Uh, All right, anyways. guys. We're, uh, I'm, I'm drinking a fucking 19.2 fluid ounce can of uh, oh. Wolf Mother triple IPA. So we're only going to get a few of these out of me tonight. Let's make it a good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got uh, I got Hologen Farm from uh, uh, Hot Butcher, mm. 
It's a Vic Secret and Simcoe Hopped Double India Pale Ale. I got this in Chicago while we were there. Yeah. Okay. I made a stop at the Holy Mausoleum, the Beer Temple. Oh, do us drink this beer. Drink the ABVs away like your days away. <laughs> Citra. <laughs> Whoa. This is kind of a trip. It legitimately is. It just fucking smells like wolf pup. But it's oh great! But it's eleven point nine percent. Oh man! Kinda, oh damn! <laughs> your whole your whole day is fucked. I hope uh, you know. What do you guys you know think I fucking do after we stop recording? I just go watch wrestling until I pass out. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, that's uh, what a horrible time for you. I've never done that. Mmm, um, that's a tasty <laughs> fucking beer. We're sponsored by Loganitas. Drink it, beautiful. No, it's the Golden Road sponsorship we need, son. Nah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they got they got goose money. Or not goose, uh, ABM Bev money. <laughs> Same money. <laughs> Same money, but yeah, <laughs> figured I should call uh, just, call it what it is. Well, they just actually have like money with goose geese on them. <laughs> gooses. Goose dollars. They got actual goose money. What? That, it's made of gooses. Yeah, made of one living goose. It's just goose heads just on a string. Hey, listen. Yep. I am the goose butcher. <laughs> that's that's not a bad currency in an apocalypse world. Or something. Just what fucking you, goose, just goose heads. heads. I just love it. it's like twelve goose to a duck. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is the your currency? <laughs> fucking waterfowl heads. That's the currency that apparently survived. Listen, you ever see the movie Waterworld? Like, yeah. All right, I got an idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mother- <laughs> fucking Lake World. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're in the Midwest, right? <laughs> Minnesota. Less water. <laughs> Those lakes are pretty great, right? <laughs> so we're on a goose island. <laughs> oh shit! Good really, to be back. Good to be back. Really pushing hard for that scholarship or not scholarship sponsorship. Uh, I'm in grad school now. Yeah, you exactly. Know where my head's at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, my head should have never left there. I'm not smart enough for this real world shit. Um, all right. Word. Well, uh, <laughs> so we're here with this the, with the crypt keeper. <laughs>